0: Good morning everybody. Welcome to our coffee run. It is episode 546. My god, we are screaming through the episodes. I thought today that well, I just got off a training actually. I just got off the training for uh and genius and oh man, so much fun. It's like One of the things that we've been working on today has been, um, you know, what makes people different? And I mean, quite obviously, the thing that makes you different is the fact that you're you, right? That makes you different. Uh, But so many people, and I know because I talk to people every single day, most people are like, oh yeah, but I don't think that's enough. And the thing that we've got to remember is that, well, actually, that is enough. It is enough for you to be you, but quite often our lack of confidence can get in the way and and stuff like that. I remember coming out of corporate that I was like, oh my God, like I don't even, um, I didn't even know what, like why someone would choose to work with me. This is a legitimate thing. I was like, why would anyone choose to work with me? I've only been in this business for like T minus three seconds. You know, why would someone choose me over someone else? And, one of the, I guess, like, and then like the, the, the point, like back in 2010 was that there were, oops, sorry about that. You can ask me anything, but just maybe not about my hair today because I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, but one of the things that I would look at is like the, the people in the industry were had been in the industry, in the online world for like five years. Some had been in there for a couple of years. And I was just like, man, I don't have a hope of measuring up, I don't have a hope in hell of, of standing out, you know, compared to these people, why would anybody choose to work with me? And what I, like I, I remember starting to to use Facebook to generate business, I was putting up posts, I was doing discovery sessions, you know, I was doing all of the things and, and things were working and they were working slowly, but they were working. And, and I guess one of the things that I, I spent some time doing that I think would be really helpful is to actually sit back and go, well, you know, what about all of that experience that I had before stepping into this business? You know, I think a lot of people can, you know, if you can can really rely on some of your life experience. You know, you might not have the, the PhDs or the degrees or the certifications. I mean, if you're one of the examples I gave today is if you're gonna go and do brain surgery, then please go and get an extra degree, go and get an extra qualification. But you don't have to, in this world of of information marketing or building something out of the skills you have, we can often forget how cool some of the things that we have are. Now, I'm in a group at the moment uh, that there's a, a woman who is building up a course out of like around how to make sourdough at home, right? I'm like, wow, okay. People pay for that. Uh, All right, awesome. Uh, There was somebody else that was that was developing a program around around um, dog stuff. There was somebody else who was doing a program around wanting to be helped from a physiotherapist perspective to help people do physio at home without teaching them how to be a physiotherapist. So there's like there are so many things that you might think are oh you know everybody knows that or. Uh, that's just part of what I do. You know, if you think about it, there are things that you know, and this is the, the biggest thing that through conversations over the last decade that I've had with people, there is more stuff going on inside your head than you give yourself credit for, right? Now, I know a lot of people myself included, (laughs) would like to be generating income, generating sales, generating money, helping people at the same time, right? It's not just about selling something that doesn't work, but actually helping people with a whole myriad of stuff that doesn't require my one-on-one time. You know, there's in, in, in the world of, of selling our knowledge, there are a few different ways that you can do it. We can do it one-on-one where in the sourdough example, I teach you one-on-one in your home or in my home or on Zoom, depending on where we live, uh, where I teach you how to make sourdough, and that's in time intensive, because sourdough takes a while, I'm not a sourdough person, I'm just giving this as an example. It was the most obscure thing that I've seen. I was like, oh, cool, this is really interesting. Hi, Paul, how are you? So we could do it one-on-one, right? That's one way of doing it. The other thing that you might like to do is do something where you bring a group of people together and it's on a one to few basis. So one-on-one you would charge more money, right? You always charge more money for a one-on-one delivery and then and you've only got one person in there right? So the only way that, that you can, like you can't leverage your time, but what you can do is you can really refine your skills. You can refine the delivery. You can test out some different things. So long as you know what it is that you're doing, that's the key. The second option is doing one to few. So this might be where you do an intimate kind of like a a masterclass where you might have half a dozen people in there. And it's more of a one-to-few model. Now, you can still charge a decent rate for this and you don't have to do a whole ton of marketing to fill it. You can get enough people in for it to be profitable and worth your while. And you could do a sourdough masterclass. You could do home organization. You could do the home renovation. You can do how to create videos. You could do art lessons. You can do anything that uh, you've got some kind of knowledge and passion around. I could do it around roller skating, for example. I could help teach people on a, on a one-to-few basis how to roller skate how to do your skates up, how to clean your skates, you know, all of that kind of thing, like a basic skills type program, do that kind of thing. And then the next part of it is in terms of the, the third option is going out there on a one-to-many basis. So this is where you might have 20, 30, 40, 50, 200 people in your program and like you help people through that way, which is going to be not one-on-one, it will be quite general. You'll give them some knowledge, you give them some direction, you give them some homework, and then it's off to them to, to go and do their thing. But I think what's really interesting when we look at you know, your, your strengths, your uh, amazingness, the stuff that you feel like you were born for, more often than not, we kind of go, oh, but doesn't everyone have that? doesn't everybody uh, know how to do this? And the answer is no. You could do candle creating classes. You could do how to do a podcast. You could do how to write a book. You could write, you could do a program on on anything. You could do a program on makeup. You could do a program on, I don't know, a a bazillion different things. What I encourage you to do is to like not only limit yourself into the things that you think someone will pay for, right? Because this is a, this is this this can be a bit of a barrier. It's like, well, you know, if you know this, we can kind of assume that everybody knows this, but that is actually not the case. Or you might be sitting there going, oh yeah, that, that'd be really fun to do, but pff, no one's going to pay me to do art lessons online, or no one's going to pay me to learn how to sketch, or nobody's going to learn from me. Uh, how to do calligraphy or I'm, I'm trying to think of random things that I wouldn't teach or deliver um, or how to create your own coffee mugs at home, I don't know. You know, those things that we take for granted are often the things that land straight in your wheelhouse in terms of your zone of genius. Now, a lot of the time, one of the things that can really um can help this along is for you identifying your strengths, right? Now, I know that one of my strengths is that I can talk and 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 and deliver exceptional value and deliver action steps and get people motivated and get people inspired and get people moving and, you know, not everybody can do that and that's okay. Uh, I used to think I was criticized uh, a lot for um, using all of my words i was told to stop telling my jokes (laughs) that was not a fun day Uh, because nobody thought that they were funny was what a manager actually So, so this is legitimately what happened right i think i'm quite funny uh and quite like i'm really good at coming up with quick quips coming up with funny responses 99 of the time they're appropriate sometimes they're not uh but most of the time they're appropriate and and i think they're wildly hilarious and the people in my world think they're wildly hilarious as well because they love me but this is what happened robin get this so uh happy tuesday afternoon so what happened, I, so you guys know, or if you don't know, you'll know now, I worked for one of the major banks in Australia for 12 years and I started right at the entry level. So I was a teller and so as a teller, you, like you come in and you hand your money over the counter and I count it and I talk to you and I put it in my box and it goes in your bank account and, you know, it, it, it was like my most perfect job ever. I loved it. I was like, I get to sit and play with money and chat to people all day. You know, how good is this shit? This is amazing. And so, but being the person that I am, I also got quite ambitious and I was like, all right, so I'm working out in the suburbs. I wanted to work in the city. So I, I kind of uh, maneuvered my way into the relief pool so that if somebody in the city called in sick, I would go in and, and fill in for them. And... Um, I remember I got a permanent role in in one of the branches in the city, and this is in South Australia, so in Adelaide. And I remember, you know, I was so eager to to learn. I was so eager to please. I was so eager to be a part and, and be busy and be productive. I didn't want to just sit on the you know sit on the counter and you know kind of hands like this and you know waiting for people to come in I would be actively looking for things to do but also what that meant is that if if other people were not busy I would chat to them and I'd make jokes and you know think I was wildly funny so I had a manager pull me aside my manager pull me aside into an office one day and she said Nicola I need to have a conversation with you and I'm thinking fuck what have I done you know it's always that um for me it's like Nicola I need you in my office (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> uh, which is probably a thing at school. You know, I had a teacher, Nicola, I need to have a word with you, which is usually related to chatting in class or, you know, passing notes between friends or something. And uh, nothing ever like drastically terrible, but I was like, what the fuck have I done? And I hadn't, I knew I hadn't done anything wrong, right? But anyway, we've gone into the office and she said, she sat me down and she said, look, uh, I, need, I need to tell you something. I'm like, okay. And she said, I need you to stop telling jokes. Nobody finds you funny. And I've just gone, oh. She goes, I just need you to sit on the counter, (laughs) take people's money, put it in their account, just do your job. And that's just what I need you to do. So stop telling jokes and just concentrate on the job at hand. I've gone, fuck. You know, I was 19. I was 19 years old. And it was it was absolutely devastating for me but the thing that i i know is that number one she could have had that conversation in a much nicer much more resourceful way that didn't completely debilitate me right because uh that was just really freaking mean which i probably think actually is maybe her intention um and maybe because i was so eager maybe that was something that rubbed people up the wrong way or what i don't know i just i think Uh, maybe I have a touch of ADD in my personality. (laughs) I probably do. Probably not a maybe. But I like to be busy. I don't want to be sitting around. I don't want to feel useless or bored or, you know, I want to feel like I'm contributing and and like I'm doing stuff. And and maybe the other people who didn't like being as busy who would prefer just to kind of like sit back and, you know, oh, yeah, we'll just plod through the things rather than me going, okay, that's done. What's next? You know, maybe they found it a bit intimidating, maybe, or annoying. I don't know. But anyway, so she commented, it was like, basically, you. this is the thing, like, no more, no more. And I was just, I was really devastated. But the thing that I know now in my old age wisdom, you know, it's like one of, some of those things are actually my natural strengths. It wasn't suited, perhaps, for that particular and specific environment. With the clients, I was professional as professional, right? It was just behind the counter with the other staff members that this came about. And, and I think that this is a really a really interesting point because the things that you are really excellent at and your strengths may not be a fit for what everybody else's model of the world looks like, or for, for other, particularly for employers and stuff like that. But when you're coming to look at marketing yourself, when you're looking at putting yourself out there, when you're looking at having to stand out from the crowd and cut through the noise and, you know, be the, the, you know, this is bullshit and this is what you should be doing type person, you know, the leader of the pack, then we've got to draw upon some of those things that are actually your natural strengths. But one of the things that happens is that quite often we will... Uh, oh but everybody knows that right like I was saying with sourdough everybody knows how to make sourdough everybody knows how to make cauliflower curry soup which uh was is really vegan uh cauliflower soup which is actually really delightful um and you know people are out there selling how to do these recipes right so it's not necessarily common knowledge So the thing that I wanted to talk about, and which was that, the thing that I wanted to share with you is a bit of an activity. Now, this is a a challenge I threw out to my people today who are in Unpack Your Genius. And I've asked them, you can see the text in the comment, I've asked them to go and ask (laughs) their audience, their their fans, their followers, their email lists, the people who they are friends with. You can ask this anywhere. You could ask this in a post on Instagram, in Twitter, in LinkedIn, uh, over in Clubhouse, you can jam on it, like wherever it is that you happen to be. Ask people what they think are your strengths. Now, what I found really, really fascinating about this is that when, I, when I've gone and put this post out, which I do every few years, sometimes some of the words that people use, you're just like, wow, really? Um, this is really kind of cool. Like I've had patient, uh, nurturing, um, kind. Uh, you know, and and they are not the things that I would the the words that I would usually use to describe myself, right? Yeah, right. Paul, go do it. I can't wait to hear what comes up, because often what happens is like we we're, we're being ourselves. Like I think my natural strengths are. Almost boundless and limitless energy. I can talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles. Uh, I can create content out of nearly anything. Um, you know, I'm I'm energetic. I'm tiny, like I'm a tiny five foot two person, just five foot two, a five foot two person who likes to have fun, who swears and has, you know, does all the things. Whereas uh, that's not what everybody else sees, right? So it's really interesting. To see and hear people reflect back to you what they think your strengths are. So the text for those of you who are listening on the the replay of the audio, what you're going to go and post up on on as many places as you like. And I would I would you know, I wouldn't necessarily go and put this out to family because they will tend to tell you what they think you want to hear, right? So this is not about uh, trying them trying to boost your ego or, you know, blow hot air up your backside. This is really about them helping you to see the stuff that you just don't see. And so I would kind of like if, if family members reply, then well, that's really lovely and that's awesome. But typically we're looking for people who maybe don't know you personally, right? Which is why social media channels are a really great place to do this. So here's the text says help (laughs) because people love to help, right? If you go out there and say help, people are going to be like, oh, what do they need help with? Let me help them. Let me help them. I'm really happy to help. So my mentor has challenged me to do something that's completely out of my comfort zone. Can you please let me know what you think my top three strengths are? Please be kind. Uh, I really appreciate it. That's it, All right? And I promise you, I've done this so many times over the years, I don't think I've ever had anything come back negative ever. I don't think I've ever had anything come back negative because we we frame it and we, we're telling people what we need, right? So it needs to be kind. Please be gracious. Um, you might say, please, positive things only is another way of being able to frame it. But it's it's real. I find I use I always find this hard, right? Because it's, it's it's about being really vulnerable, and it's kind of like, well, I don't know what people are going to say. Please be nice, and you know, seeing what comes up. So that way, what this can help you with is growing your confidence right? And you know that before you start putting yourself out there, before you start marketing yourself, or before you go and do your next launch, or before you go and, you know, take that big next step into a new social media platform, it's really important that you feel like you're confident in who you are, certain in who you are, so that you can step out there and be really super magnetic and, you know, attract the people into your world that you want to attract. But more importantly, it's about you remembering how freaking awesome You are because you are. So on that note, that is what I'm going to leave you with today. And I would love to hear what comes up for you. So go and do this experiment. Let me know. Come back and and either let me know in the comments of this video or you can message me or email me. You guys know how to get in touch with me. It's like all of the places, all of the time. Let me know what comes up. And yeah, I can't wait to, to hear how amazing you feel following all of these responses that you will get. You are very welcome, Paul. You're very welcome, Robin. Thanks for hanging out. And for those of you listening at home, make sure you let me know that you are going to get out there and you're going to do it, okay? That is the challenge for you. So you know what else you need to do. You need to get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. But most of all, for the love of all things holy, remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I love you. You rock. I will see you tomorrow.